Hey guys, this is Mac Reviews. I am your host, Mac. I do reviews of 90 Day Fiance, Love After Lockup, and other reality and scripted shows. If you are listening on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe. And follow me on Twitter at Mac Reviews. So let's get it started. We are reviewing Love During Lockup today. Uh, this is, in my opinion, season two, episode one online on YouTube. They have season four, episode 23. Makes no sense, but that seems to be a running theme with the production company of this show. Uh, but I'm going to call it season two, episode one. So let's get started. I'm going to start off with Justine and Michael. So Justine and Michael, I believe, are both 35 years old. Justine, I think, is from Rhode Island, but Michael is incarcerated in Jonestown, PA, so that's where she is. She's going to visit him and to apparently marry him, which we're going to talk about a little more later. Uh, Michael, I think, went to jail for selling drugs. I didn't catch the exact name, but I think that's what he's incarcerated for. Um, Justine is some type of healthcare professional (laughs) and Michael, uh, is a rapper. Of course he is. And, and apparently a street pharmacist, right? Um, so (laughs) we're seeing Justine. She's, uh, looking for wedding dresses because apparently, yeah, her and Michael are going to get married at the prison, which I don't know if that's going to happen or not, because then I think I heard her either her say or something that he's going to be getting out soon in a few months. So it's like, why would you not wait if... If he's only going to be getting out in a few months, could be storyline. But anyways, and plus, why is she even in this bridal salon? You're obviously not going to wear anything from in here because she said she has to be covered up and there's rules. So this is just to help uh, film the show. Or if they're going to have a ceremony after he gets out and she wants to get a, a dress for that. So her mom and her daughter are with her. Justine has, um, I believe a teenage daughter that she had when she was a teenager. And she, um, also got married after that and had two other kids. So she's got three kids. She's a single mom. So her mom is with her. Her mom, you know, is not supporting this. Uh, first of all, she wants her to wear her wedding dress, but she also doesn't understand why she's talking to this guy, Michael. And she, she said something to, um, her granddaughter which is she said I don't want you guys to get into any trouble especially with drugs and then the daughter said yeah but you know I don't think that's going to happen this time and I don't know if anyone caught that <laughs> I didn't hear any of the other reviewers or anybody mention it in comments but she said this time and the show dropped the ball on that because I was like what do you mean this time <laughs> has she dated drug dealers before has she dated inmates before so hopefully we can get some kind of follow-up on why she said this time um so so then uh Justine and Justine says that she doesn't know how to pick men and she always well not doesn't know how to pick that's my opinion that she doesn't but <laughs> she picks the wrong guys but she seems to think it's funny so I don't know if it's true or if you know it doesn't matter to her um so she's also going to meet with Michael's family because his family is also there to visit with him but they don't know that him and Justine are going to get married and she's saying she's going to let them know and um I was confused because I was like why doesn't he tell them because it was a lot of people it wasn't just his mom and one sister it was well I think there was two sisters but only one of the sisters was speaking um 
or was speaking more. I'm not sure. I think there was one. I'm not sure if there was two sisters, but there was one sister. There was the mom and there were four children. He has four kids and she looks like she's met with them already. They seemed open to her and smiling. And that made me wonder even more why she's dealing with him because <laughs> not there's anything wrong with dealing, dating single parents. She has kids herself. But um, why would you even put in any effort to get to know somebody's kids when they're incarcerated? Like, I don't know. I just feel like what is if you're going to be dating somebody, a man who has kids, just like any other man, or maybe even more so, he's got to bring to the table having a good job or a profitable, successful, well-established business. Um, <laughs> he's got to look good, have a, have a job, have a house, and men have the same you know, standards if the woman's a single mom or even if she doesn't have kids. I just mean like if he has four kids, he has to kind of, you know, that's that's a lot to deal with. <laughs> and so it's more than one and it's more than none. So <laughs> to me, I was really confused because I was like, why in the world would you deal with somebody in prison who has all these kids? That's that's a lot of effort you have to make. <laughs> but anyways, so the mom apparently I, I think I missed this, but I think the mom introduced them like her and the mom work together and um but then the mom is like so saying how happy she is that um he's with Justine how she can't believe it you know because her son is a player her son likes to play in the streets of women um and <laughs> he's not really a guy who settles down and so um she just is really glad that he's with Justine and so with this information, uh, I'm like, okay, what, <laughs> like, okay, so then his sister, the sister is saying she's very protective of her brother and asking Justine if she has any second thoughts and, you know, oh, me and him are really close. Do you think me, you would want to be close with me like that? And, and she's like, yeah, of course. And I mean, it's a little awkward and under normal circumstances, I would understand a sibling being protective but under these circumstances I actually don't because <laughs> and no shade to anybody out here who has siblings who are incarcerated who's ever been in this type of situation but I'm not saying that her brother ain't nothing and he shouldn't have any type of standards about who he's being with but what are you protecting him from <laughs> like he is in jail he don't he has I don't know if he has any money and whatever money he does is from, you know, his drugs. So it's probably, you know, being hidden illegally if it hasn't been seized, if it wasn't seized when he was arrested. Um, he has these four kids. Uh, he's a player, apparently. I don't know if he has a home. I don't know if he, like, what is your brother? Like, what, what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> like, if she breaks up with him, what, his heart's going to be so broken, which maybe it will be. But, I mean, he may, he's probably talking to a bunch of other girls, so he'll just move on to the next. Like, especially if he's a player. So, I don't know what she's protecting him from. Like, I don't know what she thinks this girl can do to him. <laughs> other than, like, I don't, like, what, <laughs> what is it that you are afraid that she would do to your brother? Like, what about, like, other than you being like, okay, why are you dating somebody in prison? Which we've heard multiple times on this show from family members. That's fine. Like, if you're thinking what's wrong with you. <laughs> but... I don't know what else she would be concerned that the chick could do with her brother. Now, the idea of her saying, I don't know if I should support this because I haven't seen y'all together, that's fine. If you want to see if they have a real connection. But knowing that your brother is a player, knowing that, you know, he's a rapper at 35 years old, and even, 
at any age. You know, rapping is a very unpredictable thing as far as being successful, knowing that he has all these children, knowing that he may not have anything as far as money or property. I just don't understand. Like, he's not a catch. I'm sorry. (laughs) He's not. And I'm not trying to put him down, but he's got to build himself up if he wants to be better. So what are you protecting him from happening? I just don't feel like he's that vulnerable to anything with this girl. (laughs) So, because again, even if she were to break up with him, you don't think he's talking to other girls? The mom just said he's a player. Come on now. Anyways, (laughs) um, we're going to see what happens. Justine had a scene where she was in the car and she took both her hands off the wheel and she was holding the phone. And I was like, girl, what is going on? I mean, obviously she's alive. We know she didn't get hurt, but that was dangerous AF. I was like, um, and then I wondered, like, I know that in Hollywood, I've heard that they have this thing where, um, it looks like they're driving in a car, but they actually have the vehicle. There's like a camera. They might be using a GoPro, but there might be a camera outside the vehicle too. And it's connected to a vehicle that's actually driving. So the car is not even really on. Um, or if it is like, it's not, it's like in neutral or something. So I don't know if they've, if they've been doing that with this show and that's why she did that. <laughs> but anyways, uh, we're going to see what happens with them. Justine's a little bit annoying um, so far, <laughs> but we'll, I'm, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt and we'll see how it goes. I don't even really know if she actually marries him or if they're just telling us that. We do see her out in the previews outside of the prison in a white dress. Uh, so we'll see. Next couple is Melissa and Louis. Uh, Melissa's 39 years old. Louis's 41. They are in New Jersey. Now, I don't know where Louis is incarcerated. And we're also going to talk about whether he even is incarcerated <laughs> in a moment. But Melissa is in New Jersey, which it appears that this season... I don't know if the show didn't have enough money. Um, they have less money than last time as far as travel, but it actually appears that almost every cast member is in um, the the tri-state area of New York, New Jersey, and Philadelphia, maybe, because <laughs> um, or Connecticut. Like everybody looks like they're in New England, so I don't know if they didn't have enough money. I don't know. I mean, we didn't see all the couples, so I think Chelsea is in Ohio. So we'll see. So. I believe Louis is in jail for armed robbery. He tried to rob a place with a butcher knife. Um, uh, I, I think, did he say he's on drugs? Because that sounds like a very desperate thing, right? <laughs> so, um, I mean, what, whatever weapon you're using, but especially a butcher knife, that means he was at the house and he was like, listen, I need a weapon. <laughs> so, doesn't make it any less serious, but... Mm, so... Um, Okay, so Melissa says that her and Louie went to the same high school. And she says they reconnected because he hit her up on Facebook, which I didn't know people were still meeting on Facebook. So, okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've, I've talked to people on Facebook, whatever, but years ago. Like, I didn't... Um, I'm, I'm a millennial, so I'm uh, in my 30s, but I didn't realize that was still a thing. <laughs> but anyways... <laughs> I mean, not saying I, that I didn't realize people were still on Facebook, of course, but like meeting people on Facebook or reconnecting with people you went to high school with on Facebook, like I didn't know people were still doing that. But anyways, no shade, just like genuinely. So, um, so you know, she says that he was popular. He was this popular guy. And she wasn't like popular in the whole school, but she had her clique of friends and, and that's cool. I don't know why they're talking about high school because she's 39. So I don't know, um, not 21. Um, even then it's like, why are you still talking about high school? I mean, I don't know, (laughs) but anyways, so 
Um, she thinks he's really hot. They they do video calls. I don't remember the exact amount of time they've been talking. It's maybe been like between three and six months, I think. I don't think it's been a year. I forgot to say how long Justine and Michael have been talking. I think they've been talking for three years. So, but okay, so Melissa and Louis, I think it's between three and six months. Um, they They show her like doing a video call with him and doing this kind of role play with a cheerleading outfit and then stripping and i'm like girl so we're doing this for a man in prison with no money because listen ain't nothing wrong with like role playing or stripping or you know having your sexy time and doing what you want to do with your with your boot thing but like a broke man a man in prison <laughs> he don't deserve that <laughs> like girl no <laughs> He doesn't deserve, I mean, well, I guess she gets to decide who deserves her goodies, but, (laughs) and from prison, and you ain't got no money, you can't help me with it, like, no, you gotta earn that, baby, you can't, mm. (laughs) so, so, this is when I'm, I'm starting to call fraudacity, because in this video call, Louis is wearing a, um, highlighter yellow, (laughs) a a highlighter yellow t-shirt with a cap. And I'm looking at his background, like, is this man in jail? Isn't he supposed to be wearing, like, a jumpsuit or a gray shirt or, like, some, like, I'm like, he don't look, I, I don't know if he's in prison. Um, is he, it, I don't know. So, and he, him and her flirt, whatever. She's talking to him on the bed in her brown panties. And again, I'm like, girl, all he got to do is have presence. I mean, listen, I know people do, you know, they do one night stands and stuff like that, but I just, I'm like, he don't deserve, (laughs) but anyways, she goes out to talk to her homegirls, um, I think her, her best friend and her sister, and they're like, you know, don't you think you can do better? Like, don't you think you can find a better person than this? And she, I think she said he is better, and I was like, I wanted them to ask her, what do you mean? Because that's what I would ask, I was like, when you say he is better, can you explain what you mean? <laughs> and I don't know what Melissa is trying to get out of this situation. She said that she's um, had a lot of failed relationships. Um, we don't know whether or not she has kids. I don't say anymore somebody doesn't have kids if they don't present kids on the show because we've had actually several people in the past who did have children and they just choose not to show them um, on the series, which I think is great. I hate seeing kids on this show. Um, I wish that people would not sign the waivers to allow their children on this show, but they continue to do it. So, (laughs) um, so anyways, so her friends pretty much do not understand why she's doing this. Um, you can tell they think she's pathetic. They don't say that word, but (laughs) they're really, and they're not like putting her down, but they really are like, you, you, they want her to do better, which shows that they care about her. I think they're good friends because they're telling her the truth about herself and how foolish she looks. She's planning their 20 year high school reunion. And she says she can't wait to be able to bring him because apparently he's getting out of jail in 200 days. And I was like, well, 200 days is, is, I don't know how many months that is, but that's still a while. That's not a year, but 200, that's probably, that's, that's still a little while, but I mean, I am kind of like, why would you want to bring him to your high school reunion? It's almost like she wants to get clowned and laughed at because, <laughs> or have people looking at her like, what's wrong with you? Like, you're, you'd be better off going single. <laughs> like, why would you want to go to a high school reunion with a man who has achieved nothing in his life other than going to jail? You're going to, I mean, girl, what? <laughs> like, I'm like, I was like, there's no way. There's no way. Like, girl, you're, you're grown. Like, why are you even still talking about high school? 
Like at 39? And then she said, I've been waiting my whole life for this. And I was like, whole life for what? Like, I, again, <laughs> I wanted the friends or the producers to ask, but what's this? Like, what are you talking about? What have you been waiting for with this? <laughs> and part of me is like, is she saying that she's been waiting her whole life to have sex with this man? Like, is that all this is about? <laughs> because, girl, come on now. <laughs> so, okay, so... Let's move on to the next couple. We're going to talk about Chelsea and Mikey. We have several Mikeys, uh, Michaels this season. I think there's another Michael. I'm not. There uh, There might be another Michael. So Chelsea is 39. Mikey is 32. I Again, I think Chelsea is in Ohio. Um, Mikey is in jail for stealing, for identity theft. And baby, <laughs> you know, I, it is, it is. I mean, this whole show is shocking, right? I've been watching since season one. Nothing really uh, takes me aback anymore. <laughs> but one thing that actually does take me aback is that people will continue to date individuals who went to jail for identity theft. Like, <laughs> like the risk that you are running. <laughs> I mean, period, by dating an inmate, but especially somebody who's committed identity theft. But uh, anyways, so... Uh, they have not met in person yet. Uh, I think that Justine and Michael have met in person. She's she's visited him several times. And I don't know if Melissa and Louie have met in person, but she's visited him. But Chelsea has not visited him yet. I think they are also been talking either six months or to a year. Um, I don't know if she's going to go to visit him or not. So Chelsea is hearing impaired. Now, uh... I don't know what the, the 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 right terms are. I don't know if it's deaf, uh, hard of hearing, or hearing impaired. I'm going to say hearing impaired. If you're out there and you are in this community, let me know, okay, <laughs> what is the correct term to use because I, I don't know, so I don't want to be offensive. So I'm going to say hearing impaired right now. So um, she um, uses sign language to communicate. Of course, she has her friend there who uses sign language but who also speaks. So that was helpful. But they, you know, they put subtitles, so just read them. Uh, Mikey has made an effort to learn sign language in order to communicate with her, which I think was actually nice. However, at the same time, Mikey is in jail. He has nothing else to do. <laughs> so um, he might as well, right? Uh, although he said he is concerned with when he gets out being able to communicate with her. So, but Chelsea seems very much enamored with him. She likes that he made an effort to learn sign language because... She says that other men who weren't hearing impaired gave up after like a month. They didn't really uh, continue to make the effort. Oh, no. So they have been talking for a year. It's been a year. And she hopes that he can get out of jail by Christmas. I don't know when they're we're taping this. So I don't know how long Christmas would have been uh, from <laughs> when she was saying this. But um, so her friend, you know, her friend doesn't want her to be taken advantage of because he said she's been abused in the past. She was in a DV uh relationship where she was um, abused and uh, her friend doesn't want that to happen again or her to get taken advantage of uh, so you know hopefully that doesn't happen Chelsea seems like she's really into Mikey she doesn't have any um, misgivings she's not worried about anything which is quite surprising <laughs> I don't know if she's dating inmates before I don't know why she has no misgivings about it now Chelsea says She's only sent money to him once 
months ago when they first started talking but mikey says that three at, at the time of the taping when he said this he said a month ago or three weeks ago she sent him money and, and a package of clothes which i was confused about that because i was like i thought you wear jumpsuits in prison <laughs> clothes so um we're gonna see how things go chelsea Chelsea, the women right now this season are all overgrown and uh, they seem quite um, naive for their ages. Uh, Chelsea um, also was a single mom. I forgot to mention that she's a 10 year old son. She was, um, they were playing bowling, looked like they were having fun. But um, yeah, we're going to see. Chelsea looks naive. <laughs> Chelsea and Melissa. And we're going to talk about the other 39-year-old soon, <laughs> Miss Ty. They they all are acting kind of foolish for their ages, especially for being mothers. I don't, we don't know if Melissa's a mom, but Chelsea is, and, and so is Justine and Ty. Okay, next, let's talk about, we're going to, I'm going to find out how to pronounce this guy's name, Dory, Dari, Dowry. We're going to call him Dory because, uh, you know. <laughs> that's the name that I'm more familiar with the pronunciation because of Finding Nemo so let's call him Dory Dory and Emily Dory's 26 Emily is 29 um so let, let's let me mention because he's the one whose charges I, I I saw and I didn't understand one of them he's in jail for armed robbery carjacking and quote putting a juvenile in the commission of a crime I put a question mark in my notes because I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> so, and I wonder if it means that he coerced a child, um, a minor, or involved a minor in, um, in committing a crime, which, how old, like that, mm. <laughs> so, so they're in New York, um, they've been talking for three and a half years. Emily is getting her master's in criminal justice. She wants to be a criminal defense attorney, which is a twist we have not experienced on this show yet. Sounds like they met online. Um, now, <laughs> Emily says that, you know, Dari cheated on her. He was, he was talking to another girl. She caught him because um, I think she called him or he called her and he called the wrong number. He called her number instead of the other girl and he started speaking Spanish and she was like, who do you think this is? And he said some other girl's name and she was like, no, this is Emily. And she doesn't speak Spanish. And I was confused because um, as soon as I saw Emily, I assumed she was a Latina. Um, <laughs> now, <laughs> obviously Latina, Latino people can be, uh, they can be black, they can be white, they can be native, they can be mestizo. Like I grew up in South Florida. I've known a lot of Latino people, so I'm not somebody who's like, oh my gosh. Like like I've, I've met Latino people who look all kinds of different ways. Um, so I was I was surprised though. I guess she is just a white woman. I don't know. I've also met a Latino person who didn't speak fluent Spanish, so maybe that's the case. Um, but you know, she's mad at him. She was annoyed at him about that. He apologized. He begged her forgiveness. But let's be let's keep it a, a buck. Let's keep it a hundred. I was like, girl, so you expect him to not be talking to other girls in prison? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> girl, he's in jail. <laughs> And then he said he was talking to the girl because she was willing to give him money and all he had to do was just talk to her and give her company. But here's here's the um the twist with that because Dory has saved his stimulus check. So he shouldn't really be having to ask women for money. But Emily, in what I think is 
uh, her being vengeful, <laughs> she apparently got him to allow her to become his power of attorney. Emily claims that she did not ask him to do that. She did not offer that, that he offered it. I don't believe her. <laughs> I do not believe her because Dory, did, listen, Dory doesn't look that smart. He doesn't sound that smart. Why would he even know what power of attorney is? Why would he even understand that? Uh, for what? Does he have an illness? <laughs> why would he do that? And even if he did understand it, why would he not put one of his family members or somebody he trusts to be his power of attorney? She is the one who says she has a degree in criminal justice and is planning to go to law school. I believe she told him about power of attorney and told him that she'd handle his money and send it to him. And he, for some reason, trusted her. And now she's using his stimulus checks to buy rings for herself, which... You know, I think she's doing that out of revenge for him cheating, which again, I think it's unreasonable for her to be upset because he's in prison. Of course, he's talking to other girls. What? You should be talking to other men. Are you not talking to other people <laughs> on the outside? Ma'am, like, <laughs> um, and it's, it's not right. Even though this dude is in prison, it's not right. It's his money. And then apparently, um, I watched this on YouTube and you, the YouTube one that I saw cut out some scenes, but I, I listened to some other reviews and I, um... Apparently, they had a phone call and he was asking her to send him money. And she had the nerve to say, um, oh, it's not my job to send you money. That's your family's job. And it's like, it's also not your job to be his power of attorney. What are you talking about? Send him his money. <laughs> this girl is unbelievable. She's taking advantage of this guy. And I mean, hey, uh, but um, I, I mean, if she's doing it because she's mad at him for, quote, cheating on her. I'm putting air quotes. <laughs> Girl bye. girl, bye. Like, he's in prison. Of course, he's talking to other people. He's probably still talking to other people. If he tells you that he's not, he's lying. Um, <laughs> so, and I don't believe that he offered uh, for her to be his power attorney. I believe the woman who told us she has a degree in criminal justice and wants to be a criminal defense attorney, I believe she offered that. So, and he apparently she says he doesn't know that she's been using his stimulus checks so, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we gonna see. Dory and Emily are interesting. We're gonna see what happens. Um, so next, last but not least, we are talking about Miss Ty, that crazy girl. Somebody gonna lie and say Taisha. Is that her name? <laughs> Probably is her name because she acts so ghetto. Not that ugh, I'm not. I'm not saying that's a ghetto. You know what? Just scratch that. Anyways, <laughs> so Ty and Heidi are back. I'm so excited. Like. <laughs> sarcasm so um ty is working still at the funeral home but it looks like a different funeral home than the one we saw last time it looks nicer uh now let me drag but right now i'm about to drag the production company i'm gonna drag ty and them um it appeared that they were that they were getting ready for a a, a funeral a, a ceremony because um the camera put i can't even talk because i can't it looked like they put a camera on a dead body in a casket and I was flabbergasted and I was like how dare you guys <laughs> how dare you they 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 blurred out the face but I was like this person is gone they are passed away they don't have a choice their family members are they even aware that a tv show like this is being aired and their family members body was shown this these people need to be sued they are completely unprofessional and that was disgusting it was not right. And I'm like, you know, this show, these people are pretty, very much unscrupulous. I know this, you know, I watched this show, but that it was 
dead wrong and it was completely unnecessary and they better not do that again my god today but anyways and ty and them they are ty and her her little co-workers are very unprofessional um for them to even allow that to happen they're disgusting <laughs> but um and i'm gonna drag ty some more because <laughs> she's a complete fool now, i don't know if she's faking this hopefully she is because there's no way she could be this foolish <laughs> but anyway so she's telling her co-workers about Heidi. i can't believe she didn't get fired <laughs> after fighting outside of the job but I guess the show, you know, her 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 boss, it looks like it's the same guy we saw last season. I guess they all see this as good publicity. They think it's funny. I don't know. So apparently uh, Ty sent her some like little kid letters, uh, preschool letters <laughs> that, you know, that she, they, he sent to her and her coworker agrees to read them. And I, I don't know why, uh, but I guess her coworkers must be also getting a little check or an Amazon gift card or something for being on here. But so the coworker is like, you know, clearly you're not over him. She reads the letter and I wanted her to read it a little more sarcastically. You know, I would have read it. I wouldn't have read it at all. But if I did, it would have been like, Ty, I love you. You are my everything. Please forgive me. Boston ain't nothing. Like, I... <laughs> I would have been reading that like I'm three three years old learning to read for the first time. Like, um, but she's the friend, the the coworker, which it says, oh well, clearly you're not over him. You're not done. You need to talk to him so you can get closure or something. And I'm like, this girl don't like her. This girl, <laughs> this girl is not a friend. But um, or maybe these are her lines and she's saying what she's supposed to say. Um, Ty says she can't sleep. She's feel depressed. She feels sad. And I'm like why <laughs> are you what i don't understand <laughs> so um so then we see ty at her house uh hotties which they need to stop calling him this because uh we've seen him he's not hot <laughs> he's not attractive at the all so he needs a new name <laughs> Uh, we've already seen his face, so I don't know why they don't just give us his real name. We know what you look like. You're on national television. <laughs> like, so, the cousin comes to the house. She gives Ty a ring. She gives him one of those tired sweatshirts that, um, uh, hoodies that Ty was complaining about last season that Boston was wearing. And... It sounded like he was trying to ask her to marry him. <laughs> and I was like, how <laughs> how long does he? She said he's going to be in prison for five more years. So what? <laughs> and the cousin, while he was proposing, again, air quotes around that, the cousin had her hands over her mouth. Like, she was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? Why are you? <laughs> this is, this is, what? <laughs> this is so ghetto <laughs> and janky and sad. <laughs> like, I can't believe, is that cousin for real? Why did she not just tell Heidi the last time she spoke to him on the phone? Listen, I'm not going to be involved in your foolishness, okay? <laughs> like, why would she even agree to this mess? And then um, Ty had the nerve to tell this man over the phone because it wasn't a, a video visit. Oh, get on your knees. You need to ask me ask me to marry. Ask, you need to propose to me properly. And I'm like, how can he do that? He's in jail and he's talking to you over the phone and he sent his cousin. 
with a Cracker Jack ring. Girl, stop. <laughs> like, um, and then she apologized for ignoring him. And I was like, this is beyond ghetto. Ooh, the ghetto. You know that meme with Nene from A Real Housewives of Atlanta? She's like, the ghetto. Ooh, child. <laughs> I mean, clownery. <laughs> so then while Kylie's cousin is still there, she gets a call from another inmate and she's running you know, trying to uh, struggle with the door to get it open, <laughs> to run and hide <laughs> so she can talk to her other inmate, uh, one of her other inmates, the guy we met last season, BB. And I'm like, is the friend not suspicious? The Not the friend, the cousin? And apparently not. <laughs> because Heidi <laughs> told her, he, gave, he got her two rings and he told her, if Ty says no, go give the ring to Boston. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um ty is still speaking to five to six inmates um i don't i still don't know if this is real if ty if this woman really speaks to all these inmates and if she does she needs help i need ty to go to a therapist now again there was a scene that i missed but i heard online about it i tried to watch it um ty goes to a hypnotherapist i don't know why uh she needs to go to i mean okay go to the hypnotherapist whatever but you need like real like like for real therapy from like a, a qualified um licensed mental health professional because <laughs> girl you got problems <laughs> like you you something's wrong <laughs> um so you know she just really enjoys talking to inmates it, it makes her feel good about herself uh she is talking to some other She's getting ready to meet another inmate. She met some other people who are trying to connect her with this inmate, and she was so excited. And, you know, she pretty much says, okay, yes. Uh, uh, what's his name? Hadi <laughs> proposed to me, but I'm single until I'm married. <laughs> so she's going to keep uh, talking to these dudes. And, oh, Lord, we're, we're going to be watching. So that's all the couples we got this week. I do think we, there are, two more couples that we haven't met i think two or three i think two at at the very least that we're gonna meet next week so yeah um so thank you for listening guys again like comment and subscribe if you're listening on youtube uh follow on or yeah follow me on twitter at mac reviews and we will be back next week um there's also some tea about um What's her name? The girl from last season with that, that she has the hair like Chelsea. Uh, what was her name? She has the half black, half white. Oh my goodness. Y'all know who I'm talking about, but she was with a guy. The guy's name was Dalton. Her Haley, that was her name. There is some tea about her because I think she's trying to be on Love After Lockup because I heard that apparently he's getting out and she's talking about they're going to get back together or something. So, um... I'm going to be starting a Patreon, and that's where we'll talk about tea like that. So, yeah, this is going to be cheap. $2 for the first uh, tier that will go up to 3 5 you know. So, yeah. So, thanks for listening, guys. Bye.